0: We'll get the Florida teams out of the way first. The Lions blitzed the Jaguars 40-14. to uh, Just never really felt like the Jags could get going, and, and Detroit was on fire. If that version of Detroit had been showing up all year, they'd probably be a playoff team like I predicted to start the season. In fact, I think if you look at the standings, they're not completely out of it yet at 5-7. and seven. Uh, But, yeah, that was just... Um, that was, a, that was a game where we've seen this from Jacksonville before, so it's not to let them off the hook. But that was one of those games where one team played their best brand of football and the other played their worst. And uh, credit to the Lions for getting it done. I had this one
1: pegged. I've called the Lions the best bad team in the league. They lost a lot of close games. At yeah. some point, they're going to learn how to win them. They're finally starting to get used to winning some games. So next year, I think, is going to be the year where they make a move. But... Uh, They know who they are. That's the cool thing about the Lions. They have an identity... Jags still kind of trying to find the consistency in terms of an identity.
0: It's pretty crazy. I'm watching this game, and Jared Goff is running and rolling out of the pocket, and they actually evaded some pass rushers. It was like (laughs) the best version of Jared Goff I've seen in a while. Amon
1: Ra St. Brown is a superstar.
0: And They didn't even get Jamison Williams involved. He was was activated prior to the game, and they didn't even really need him. He had one target.
1: Just getting his feet wet. He'll be a factor at some point, but Amon Ra deserves all the praise. He's
0: legitimate. He's so good. So good. He's on your fantasy squad. He in fact, Amon Ross St. Brown is part of the reason you took down my wife. Well, it's not over yet. She's got Tom and Mike Evans. If they set records tonight, I could get beat. This is very true. Uh, let's move to the uh, oh, the 49ers, 33, the Miami Dolphins, 17. You would think that opening the game with a touchdown would be enough to kind of spark your offense. You would then think that knocking Jimmy Garoppolo out of the game would be enough for your defense to step up. Neither of those things happened. The 49ers moved the ball at will against the Dolphins yesterday, converting all kinds of third downs. Debo Samuel was great for them. Christian McCaffrey is exactly the reason they traded for him. And Tua, what the hell, man? What was that?
1: That's an elite defense, but this is the Brock Purdy game.
0: I thought he looked pretty good. He did look pretty good. They're going to need him to be pretty good because the 49ers' Super Bowl chances feel like they kind of went out the window. If this would be a team that if this, would have ha- if this would have happened prior to the trade deadline, I think they would have made a big deal. They would have oh, made a big sure. move.
1: For sure, but the good news is the way Shanahan does things and the way that offense is set up, I mean, they don't need a whole lot of amazing throws out of their quarterback. They just need to get the ball into those playmakers' hands. CMC, Debo, Kittle, those are great yards after catch, guys. Ayuk might take a little bit of a hit, but no, I mean, I... They lead with their defense, and as long as they get the ball into those playmakers' hands, I thought that win spoke volumes about the program that Shanahan and, the, and John Lynch has built with the Niners. Uh, tough one for the Finns. Shake that one off, get back to business.
0: Sunday night football against the Chargers exactly. next week, and it looks like is going to play, so the ankle injury I don't think is going to hold him J- back. Jalen Waddle was banged up. Got to get him healthy. Yeah, more no of What they're
1: doing. Sherfield though right off the bat how
0: about? i know I, I, I felt so good early on in this game and just a gut punch i got back from that birthday party i went to on in time and it just didn't matter you know it would just ruin my sunday it yeah. really did that was the first time the dolphins now don't get me wrong losing my bets had a big going one and five in the nfl was a big reason why i'm a little down in the dumps yeah but that didn't help you
1: know, No, never good when your team loses or ties. Ugh. Actually, I was yeah. happy about the we'll Giants to, tie. We'll get, <laughs> we'll
0: get to the tie. 1916, the Steelers take down the Atlanta Falcons. I don't know. There's not really a whole lot to say about this game. I think the Falcons were maybe the most of the fraudulent teams early on in this season. They looked really good, and they have just fallen back down to earth in a hard way. So good win for Kenny Pickett to get one on the road in Atlanta. Do you have anything interesting to say about this game? Because no, I don't think I can add to it. Didn't watch a lick
1: of it. I took the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers before the game started. The spread allowed you to. Uh, probably could have, mil- put, could have put millions on this and been all right, but it was just a game I didn't want to get involved in.
0: Yeah, you never want to put millions on a rookie quarterback on the road, nor do we have the millions to put right. on it. Let's go with the Green Bay Packers, 28 to the Chicago Bears, 19. This was a close game throughout. In fact, it looked like it was going to be potentially a Bears win. Finally, get that monkey off their back with Aaron Rodgers constantly beating them. And uh, in the end, it was Aaron Rodgers saluting his way to victory. 18 fourth-quarter points for the Green Bay Packers. A.J. Dillon got cooking, 93 yards and a touchdown. Christian Watson, to me, is the that's the difference with this team. I don't think they're going anywhere, but... I'll say this would be my one take for the game is the Packers got it right in the draft to draft Christian Watson and to draft him where they did. He's been as good as some of the guys that were taken way ahead of him. Oh, brilliant second half
1: of the season. It's too bad they couldn't have got that sort of production in the first half of the season. We might be having a different conversation about the Packers. The good news is he has gotten it going at some point. It just started rough. So, yeah, Christian Watson, he's one of the best. Uh, receivers in football as far as playmakers in the second half of the season.
0: It is crazy when you go back and you look at the draft and the guys that were taken early that we thought, hey, the Packers really need to trade up to get one of these guys. We're looking at Chris Olave, who's been good. Garrett Wilson's been really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drake London had moments early in the season, but Christian Watson's been as good as the rest of them, and he was taken way after those guys, way yeah. after.
1: Yeah, he's sort of, sort of almost like a gadget guy wide receiver rather than your Just classic like a pure guy. Yeah, yeah. possession guy, but, uh, yeah,
0: he's a playmaker. All right, well, let's talk about Garrett Wilson. Twenty-seven, twenty-two. the Jets fall to the Minnesota Vikings. 1 p.m., Kirk Cousins shows up yet again. Eight catches, 162 yards for Garrett Wilson. So, finally, I feel vindicated on making a big-time dumb trade for him in fantasy. He's looked really good. Shout-out Mike White. I mean, the Jets had their chances. I don't know if I can shout-out Mike White too much. Well, for getting
1: the ball to Garrett Wilson, Zach Wilson was not capable.
0: Well, exactly. I mean, Garrett Wilson has been activated by anyone not named Zach Zach Wilson. He was good with Joe Flacco, too. But but I'm watching this game, and I, I may have flipped my pick. This is another... It was actually worse than one and five, Tazi. I took the Jets plus three right before kickoff. I was just feeling they it, had their you know? chances. They and had they were two right chances there at the end. Knocking on the doorstep. The Minnesota Vikings have to be the most fortunate team yeah. in the NFL. And you've got to put yourself in fortunate positions. But they are still, you know, like they're not dominating anyone they play. Uh, But they they just get the job done. I'll call the Vikings the most elastic team in the NFL. They just constantly bend every
1: game, but they don't break. And they're eventually going to break. But then again, they do have Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook, and there's some things to like about them. The Jets are so close. I mean, they get a healthy Brees Hall back one day and a veteran good quarterback, and they are here and ready to go. I mean, they should find a way to get Aaron Rodgers, get Brees Hall back on the field at some point later next season. I really like this young Jets nucleus. They're exciting, fun offense, and and a tough front. in Sauce Garden. They're
0: going to be a a really sexy pick going into next year. Definitely, Um, but they probably hit a wall.
1: Shout out Robert Sala. He knows what he's
0: doing. Yeah, definitely. He's got a uh, certain. They have a certain tone about them defensively. It's uh, they're fun to watch. I grew up hating the Jets; they're my least favorite team as a kid. But now that I'm an adult and I can put that stuff to the side, I actually really well, enjoy watching the Jets. As a New York sports
1: fan, it's the same thing with the Mets. Once their fans start chirping and they really start to be dangerous, I get a little. I, I taper it back. I root for the Mets and Jets until I feel threatened by them and their fans. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm, I'm loving the Jets right now that they're still somewhat harmless.
0: All right. Well, let's uh, let's discuss your side of the New York teams. The Giants tie. With the Washington Commanders 20-20, to there could not be a more fitting ending to this game. These two teams went in feeling pretty even. We were like, somebody's going to expose themselves as the bigger fraud between the two. And it didn't happen because they tied. So this is kind of what they are. They're the same. Classic Giants-Washington game.
1: The Giants fall behind 10-0 to start. Then they're up 17-10. It looks like they have an opportunity to put the game away. Uh, John Feliciano flexes on the Washington bench sideline And they call it an unsportsmanlike 15-yard penalty Knocks him out of field goal range Could have been up 10 with 5-plus minutes left That doesn't happen They give up the game tire And then they had opportunities to put the game away late I'm just glad they didn't lose I mean, it it felt like a game they were about to blow You tie it, Saquon got in the end zone Kind of weared down as the game went on Slayton and Hodge, Isaiah Hodgins A waiver pickup From Buffalo yeah. Had a decent game But uh, no, nah, I mean They're weird Offensively Can't trust them Defensively Kayvon Thibodeau And Aziz Ojalari, The young pass rushers Had a great game So that's what I'm Hanging my hat on They got the Eagles This Sunday Could be ugly and weird Washington has a bye Then they reconvene In two weeks On Sunday Night Football Looking forward to that <laughs>
0: Could be an interesting game. These two teams play each other tough. Speaking of the Eagles, 35-10, they take down the Tennessee Titans. The Titans never really in this game. Jalen Hurts has been a man on fire. uh, 29 of 39, 380 yards, and three touchdowns. It was a huge revenge game for A.J. Brown. He had a buck 19 receiving two touchdowns. He had one touchdown catch in the end zone with a Titans Defender literally super glued to his chest. It was amazing. This team is uh, Legit. When, th- when they're cooking, and they cook most weeks. I mean, they're eleven one. They're almost in- impossible to beat.
1: Yeah, no, they're they're good. I and mean, once Traylon Burks went out with the concussion after the first touchdown, that pretty much sealed the Titans' fate. Like the Eagles were able to lock down Henry, and that's really all they had. Make Tannehill beat you with the scarce receiving depth that they have. Uh, crazy enough, I hit an A.J. Brown two-touchdown prop yesterday, and out of all the props I've taken in all sports in the past calendar year, I hit on the Eagles like all the time. I kind of have a good view of how the Eagles play football. So as much as I hate them, and it's going to be a tough game this Sunday for my Giants against them, and I'm going to hear a lot of trash talk, uh, they're good and they've been
0: uh, lucrative. Well, hey, hedge your way to happiness with that one. right?
1: right? It's an easy do. way to do it. And I have hurts an A.J. Brown in a keeper fantasy league, so... Uh, somewhat wow. supportive of it at this
0: point. It's disgusting. <laughs> You're kind of an Eagles guy. Wow. Ravens 10, Broncos 9 in the ugliest game of the weekend. Lamar Jackson goes out early with a knee injury and uh, it was a knee injury, right? I think I'm blanking on it. I saw I he went it.
1: down and he came in to the start Ginger and I saw him leave the game and it was Huntley time, so I, I didn't
0: know exactly what the injury was, but yeah, as an East oh. Brain. Okay, I just wanted to be sure before I go spouting nonsense. But yeah, Tyler Huntley came in and Huntley looks like um he's discount bin yeah. he's discount bin version of Lamar Jackson. They kind of like they look the same in he terms of the way games. they play. And yeah, he has Flash his moments. Him. That Denver defense continues to show up. But you know who doesn't? Russell Wilson. Goodness. 189 yards, no touchdowns. All they had to do. All they had to do was score 11 points and they couldn't do it. It's unbelievable how it just gets worse, too.
1: Like, early in the season, you know, they lost the tough game at Seattle. I actually didn't think Russ looked that bad in that first start in Seattle. It was more of, like, clock management and coaching decisions that – is why they lost that game, and Geno Smith heroics. Uh, But then it just started to get progressively worse when maybe through the first three weeks I'm like, all right, he's bad right now, but it's Russell Wilson. He'll get it together at some point. It might be too late, but he'll get it together.
0: No, it's just gotten worse every single week. 27-14, the Browns take down the Texans, the terrible Texans. I can't even talk about them. They make me sick. Donovan peoples (laughs) tone. Deshaun Watson was pretty bad. We kind of figured that that would happen. 12 of 22, 131 yards, no touchdowns, an interception. You know, it was an awkward situation for him. It's an awkward situation for everybody. It's an awkward situation for Browns fans to have to cheer for this guy with the cloud of suspicion of the character that he might be. I figure he'll make them better. This game was simply about the fact that anybody in the world beat the texans
1: it was pretty fun to root vehemently against him uh because i was dealing with him in in fantasy which was nice so i got to be on the other side of it but i you know i was somebody who said almost applauded the browns for making the deal when nobody else uh said so in the beginning of things so i gotta stand on that side he he as bad as he played he still showed the movements and RPO type things that he's capable of doing I think they'll get it figured out at some point He hasn't played the game in a long
0: time Right, he was bad the last time we saw him He was bad this time, I figure he'll be better But we'll have to see it to believe it 27-23, the Seahawks take down The L.A. Rams did not think the game would be that close because the Rams basically benched benched all of their star players. I don't think Aaron Donald played Cooper Cups, definitely on IR. Matt Stafford shut down for the season. The Seahawks get it done, and the Seahawks are in the playoff picture now picking up that win. It's a divisional game, so I guess, you know, it's always kind of tough. Geno Smith, what a stat line, 367 and three touchdowns. He has been an absolute revelation. It was good to see him get back on track. I think that's the biggest takeaway for me because I was starting to get worried that the bloom was off the rose a little bit, but he's there. He's still here. And oh, it's yeah. nice to see.
1: Oh, and they did it with Kenneth Walker leaving the game early. He's been a big part of their success. I mean, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, that's a pretty deadly combination at wide receiver. They, those guys stepped up. As a Giant fan, I was sort of hoping the Rams could pull the upset because it's Giants, Washington, and Seattle battling for those last two playoff spots, but I can't deny how much fun Seattle's been this year. If the Giants are going to blow their season, let them blow their season. (laughs) He dies, he dies.
0: That was great. Uh, The Bengals win by three over Kansas City, 27-24. How about Joe Cool? I mean, this guy just, he's getting better, and he was already great, and he just continues to look so poised in in these big moments. He is the Uh, He's the kryptonite to Patrick Mahomes. He's undefeated against him. Only Joe Burrow, you know, like just watching his demeanor. He doesn't care who he's going up against. Oh, no. Um, He just always stays so even keel. I'll say this about Cincinnati. After that win, and I'm not surprised. I picked Kansas City, but I'm not surprised the Bengals got it done. It really feels like they've kind of turned the corner at the exact right time. Wherever, However my power ranking was, the Bengals and the Dolphins have flipped now. I think the Bengals should be viewed as a better team, so they're right there in that range. I guess it would go Bills 1, Bengals 2, Chiefs 3, Dolphins 4 if I was power ranking
1: the AFC. Travis Kelsey had a rare off game, but yeah, the Bengals, they're trending great at the right time. They've been there, done that as far as winning the AFC championship last year, so they know what it takes uh they just get Jamar Chase back they've been winning without Joe Mixon like yeah. they the early adversity might have been really good i was one of the people that kind of threw shade at them early on and were like all right they're having the hangover one year wonder but here they are again joe i mean i never quit on joe burrow it just they couldn't protect him early in the season and now he's getting time to make plays yeah big time
0: 27-20 the raiders take down the chargers uh, I'm positive that Brandon Staley is going to get fired. But my bigger takeaway from this one is just the fact that where has this, this version of the Raiders been? They've looked really good the last couple of weeks. This is the team that you thought going oh into yeah. the year. They just waited until, I mean, it's week it was week 13. I think they started to turn it around around week 11. It was a little too late.
1: But that's what makes it frustrating. A lot of those games were lost tight games late game situations they, they did a lot, an, almost enough to win so many of those games besides that time they got shut out in new orleans that's where i was throwing all the shade at mcdaniels i was hating myself for picking that team but they had the talent i mean devontae adams he's been boom or bust either he goes off with 150 plus yards and two touchdowns or he's like nowhere to be seen josh jacobs has been incredible being able to run without a great offensive line there with vegas It's frustrating. Yeah. I I took them to win the division. I took Derek Carr to win MVP and passing yards champion. And
0: it was in there. They just haven't been able to tap into it. 54-19, the Cowboys take down the Colts in the last game that we'll discuss here. a, A route in the fourth quarter. Uh, this Sultan looked, looked like it was going to be close down the wire. I'll be honest, I did not watch it, but just waking up and seeing thirty-three to nothing in the fourth quarter, I uh, feel like I might have missed something. I was so distraught, Tazi. I went to bed early last night. But I know the if feeling. you can tell me anything that you might have seen from this game.
1: Yeah, no, I. Uh, <laughs> everybody picked the Cowboys pregame, even Tony Dungy, former Colts head coach. It was tough for him to uh, pick against his former squad, Jason Garrett predicted the Cowboys are going to win by 40-plus points, and he was uh, pretty close to being spot on there. And it was an eight-point game at the half. It was a two-point game at one point in the third quarter, and then the Cowboys just took off. It was uh, pretty bizarre. I had Tony Pollard to run for 100 yards and two touchdowns last night. He finished at 91 and two touchdowns, so Mm. still feeling the effects today. Really tough to shake off. But, uh, yeah, Cowboys are good at beating teams like that. Teams that aren't ready, teams that aren't playoff teams. So we'll have to uh, assess the Cowboys when they go against the Eagles on Christmas Eve. I guess that'll be their
0: next test. Coming up next, why did Mikey Keene turn his back on the team on Saturday? We've got the latest on the Knights after this.